episode 022-2013 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. This is your host, Narf Money, coming at you live from the 19106, joined on the other line by Yoni. We're talking about forcing all y'all to do live drafts in Maine going forward. Narf and Yoni's combined... 2 and 10 record, and if it turns around, we've also got the 0 and 6 New York Football Giants. It's Eli Manning throwing 30 picks this year. We're recapping week 6, looking ahead to week 7. Maybe Yoni gets his first win on the board. I don't know. We got Tron ranks, talking new metrics, and a lot else. Listen up. Guys, week six is over. On the line with me is Yoni. Our teams are a combined two and ten, and we can talk about it. What's up, man? Hey, Narf. How are you? Uh, I'm not doing great fantasy football-wise. I got to tell you, this is a really, really, really fucking frustrating season for me. I, let me say, like I, like, I feel pretty bad for myself. <clears throat> My team is admittedly towards the bottom, if not the worst. Um, but I, I might feel worse for you, man. Like, I... Um, like, I don't disagree with your statements in the power ranks about how good your team is and how, like, you should be in the top four, maybe, like, top two. Thank you, man. I, I'm, I'm looking at your team now, and I, I mean, all the, like, like you say in the power rankings, all the metrics pretty much say that you should be much better than you are. Uh, I, I think so. I, yeah, it's, I, I, would, I would be frustrated. I, I, yeah, I, I'm really frustrated. Uh, I, I don't really think my team has a lot of weak spots. If anything, it's the quarterback position, which is ironic because all I talk about is how important quarterbacks are. But, I mean, my, my running backs are awesome. Like, Shady and Reggie Bush have been really good. Brandon Marshall and Wes Welker have been awesome. Julius Thomas has been awesome. I mean, I ran the odds on my team losing the games I've lost, and it's like 0.16% chance. So it's like 1,000th of the time, like, I'll be at the record I am now, which is just sucks. That does suck a lot. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. Because the thing is, like, I still think if, like, you believe in these metrics and everything, like, I think I'm going to win games and bounce back. Like, it's, it's all going to regress, and my team's going to be better. And I'm playing Anton this week, and he, his team sucks, and he doesn't have Jimmy Graham. So I, I think if there's ever a week to win, that'll be it for me. Well, so I... Um... <laughs> A couple of weeks ago when I was like 0-4 or 0-3 or 0-5, I was looking at last year because I remember I started off last year pretty poorly. Did you? And uh, it, I was 2-5 and five at one point. Oh, and, uh, then you I won just went on a straight, run. Won five straight matchups and ended up in the semis. So, and my team last year was significantly worse than your team this year. So uh, don't lose all hope, you know? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not losing hope. Um, I'm, I'm still staying positive. I got myself ranked. I'm still a top team in the power ranking. So... We'll see. It's got to turn around. So, so what's uh, new up in Maine? How are things up there? Everything's good. Um, my my wife just took her boards, um, like her big radiology boards, and uh, so now she's kind of like reentered our lives. Like she like you know, awesome. Pretty much. What's that? I said awesome. That's good. Yeah, it is good. And then um, she's gearing up to actually go to Boston next year for the year, which should be interesting. And uh, you oh, know, she's gonna, gonna live her. in Boston. Yeah, like she'll commute, like leave on Monday morning, come back on uh, Friday evening type thing. Whoa, but you're going to be staying in, in Portland with your kids, right? Yeah, single dad. That's going to be really intense, isn't it? I think it's going to be harder for her, to be honest. Like the, the kids are six and three, so like they're, they're manageable. And um, fortunately, they're both like really good kids and a lot of fun. So for me, it's not going to be too difficult. Socially, it might be difficult. I, you know, I'll, I'll be at home a lot, but whatever. I, you know, she's going to not see her kids. That's going to be terrible. Right. Yeah, I guess if you like your kids, you do want to spend time with them. I do happen to like my kids. You know, I, I don't like anybody else's kids, which actually um, it kind of pertains to um, 
the Tron ranks question about the kindergarten teacher. It was actually a first grade teacher. And you were ranked in, you were ranked in the bottom by Priest, I think. Bottom by Priest, but top by Frogger. And I, I disagreed with Frogger's assessment. I, I Well, his assessment was that I was really good with my kids so that I would be really good with other kids. But I really don't like anybody else's kids. So Yeah. I, did I put you in the bottom? I don't remember. But I, I would have been closer to you on the bottom than top for that. I think, well, yeah, so it wasn't Priest. It, was, it, it must have been you because somebody put me in the top and somebody put me in the no, bottom. No, no, I'm, I'm looking now. Priest put you, um, wait. Well, uh, that was the three-person pod, wasn't it? That was a three-person call. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, Priest okay, put you in the bottom, Frogger on the top. We had it right. I, I, didn't, I didn't mention you. Okay. Um, so, but my kids are good and everything, everything up here is really nice. Like the weather in Maine, uh, as, as I'm sure Noah can attest to, is like amazing in the fall. It's like... Uh, Two months of like 70 degrees and sunny and beautiful and uh yeah it's great that's awesome are you playing like fall league or anything or do you just play frisbee over the summer up there here's my frisbee plan i played summer league this year and i had an okay time and i was healthy um i had had these surgeries last thanksgiving um because i was like injured for a long long time and i felt great during summer league and then when i got home from wildwood my groin started to hurt again which was like really frustrating because it was like pretty de like debilitating pain for like the couple years that I was injured, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I like, I uh, I injured it again, like thanks to Wildwood. But here's my plan: I think I'm not gonna play summer league next year and just play like one or two fun tournaments, alumni game, and and so Wildwood will be my, I think possibly my exclusive frisbee uh, experiences going forward. So no fall league. No fall okay, league. I I'm down with that. Now there's been talk. Uh, I think Lionel's one that spearheaded this, that if Interabang was to win Wildwood, we would get Interabang tattoos. Are you on board with that plan? That was mentioned in one of the podcasts. I don't know that I'd be on board with that. Yeah, I, I feel like you're one of the weak links. But come on, why, why do you care? Um, would your wife kill you or would she not care? She wouldn't kill me. She would uh, look at me disapprovingly. Um, don't tell me it's some like Jewish burial cemetery bullshit. Oh no no no! It has nothing to do with religion. I I, I ever since I enrolled in Brandeis, I've become I don't know ten times less religious than I was before. I, I, I think like, that yeah, happens so. to to everyone except for like, that yeah. was like ninety five percent of the people, and then the other five percent gets super more religious. Yeah, like Len. Yeah, yeah. Um, who randomly called me when he was in the states recently? It was quite bizarre. Oh really? His his wife is pregnant. Just I don't know if anybody knew that or. But there it is. Did not. Whatever. Um, a tattoo? I don't know. Like, like, what were you thinking? Just like a like an interrobang on your ankle or something like that? I don't. I think. Well, definitely an interrobang. I think the choice is up to you. But yeah, like something like your ankle or someplace like like it doesn't have to be like blatant. Like you can conceal it. Like you just have to get it. Would it have to be obtained? Like on the boardwalk? <laughs> That's the other question. I think so. I think we all have to go to the boardwalk right immediately after. I work in a hospital and I see the effects of like MRSA and like skin infections from IV drug use like on a daily basis. And that might be the more terrifying aspect of that. You know, so, so you don't you don't trust Wildwood Boardwalk tattoo parlors? <laughs> I mean, we'd, have, we'd have to do some research and find the most reputable one, I I'll, guess. I'll put Lionel on that. He'll he'll do that. Um by the way, I'm still not 100% emotionally over losing the finals this year. So that took a big toll out of me. Well, think about it from if you were if you were me. I mean, I'm the one who threw away the you know that first game winning. Uh, oh, I, I, I didn't I didn't mean to to rub that in. I, I wasn't thinking about that. I mean, it was, it was a team is a team loss. We made the finals as a team, and we we lost the finals as a team. I, I've been to the finals for the two times I've been to Wildwood. You've what? I've been to the finals for the two times I've been at Wildwood. Oh, really? So then you're just, just keep showing up and, and we'll be good to go. Well, we didn't make the finals just because of me, but yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the combination of me and that lamp chop is the, uh, is the magic elixir. I, I think the non-lamp chop part help, helps a lot. So, so speaking of Maine, actually, you are petitioning, and I'm on board, I think this is a good idea, to, to hold the draft in your house in Maine next year, right? It's, it's a standing offer from now you know, until this league dissolves, which should be like 80 years from now. I the league's not dissolving. That, that's okay. not an option. Unless I get kicked out, which I don't know. Well, I mean, are you hinting that you're going to stop trying if you're like 0-8 this year? 
Oh, never, ever, ever, ever. Okay, good. Because like you're you're like testing time now. There there are a lot of people that in years past would get to zero and six and like stop managing their team, and that's the only reason to, to ever kick someone out. Right. No. Well, we we can get to the strategy on like what's going to happen going forward. But sorry, back to the back to the um, uh, live draft in May. It might be hard to get everybody here, and I don't know like the feasibility of like. Um, Having some people log in and some people draft live. I would think we could we could figure it out. But so I mean, first we gotta get to like logistics. Like, are are you prepared? And is like your family prepared to host like ten or eleven Trons? Eleven, yes. And maybe oh, Frog, yeah. So twelve, maybe. Oh, Frog, Frog's gonna come. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're. I'm prepared. I have. I have more than enough space. And we can all like sleep there. Absolutely. I mean, it, everybody wouldn't have beds, but like I have air mattresses and sleeping bags and like. Yeah, yeah, know. no, like ho- tournament style. We're all, we're all down with that. As I speak for everyone. Can we like make like a weekend out of it and do fun main stuff? Uh, can we like so much stay all, Can we stay all weekend and do like fun main stuff? Oh yeah, I oh. mean, end of August, like the weather's perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, there's. I live like right by the water. Like we could go to the island. We could do you know any number of things. Uh, we could have like yeah, we'll pick up ultimate game. We'll have like almost a full like seven on seven. It'll be awesome. Yeah, there's fields nearby. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, we'll we'll live it up. So if we plan, like I, I was thinking about it beforehand. There's only four people that I think we need to fly, and that's Lamb Chop, Noah, Choir Boy, and Moose. So like if you're in driving distance, like and you plan ahead. There's no reason you can't go to Maine for a weekend. Like, everyone on the East Coast has no excuse not to do that, I think. Yeah, there should be carpooling galore. Yeah, like, I'll, I will drive up from Philly and pick up anyone on the way you want to ride. So, how far is it past Boston? Like, how far north is it? A couple hours? No more than two hours. Okay. So, it's an easy drive. I can bang that out. And, like, Noah's from Maine. So, like, He'll he'll fly in like he's no reason not to. Yeah, Noah will. Um, do you think Lamchop would? Uh, <laughs> that's the real question. Uh, um, that's a pretty long flight. Seattle, does Portland like have an airport, or do you have to fly to Boston? No, there's a there's a there's a, uh, a pretty robust airport here. Okay, so uh, maybe probably Lamchop would. Um, CV well, and what he should do is just he should just parlay it into like like a week vacation to Philly, and then yeah. use like to see his family, and then you can drive him up. Exactly, and like Choirboy and Moose, like they're from Boston, so like they need an excuse to go back anyway. Yeah. So so this this could work. Um, I'll, I'll let you pick a weekend and do all the organizational stuff. Cause I'm not doing any of that shit, but I'm I'm gonna keep plugging this on the podcast until we get everyone on board. I think. That that would be amazing. That like that that would be the one reason for me to like, like something for me to look forward to next year, given given the way this football season is going. That that that's a very good point. So draft the Yonis going forward. Um, so speaking about your football season, would you rather talk about the zero and six pyramid of greatness or the zero and six New York Football Giants? Well, seeing that this is a, let's talk about my fantasy team right. first. Okay. Go for it. So I actually wrote in the rankings today, like, your first two picks are awesome. Like, Jamal Charles has been great. Thomas has been good. And then after that, you just have almost no good picks other than Rivers. Okay. Correct. I, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm very embarrassed by how, like, the middle of my draft went. But, like, I was looking at the results this week. Um, and week by week. So I've lost by about, like, between four – and 10 points in five out of the six weeks, and I've gotten literally nothing. been that close. What's that? It's been that close. I haven't looked at your scores. Yeah, so it was... Um, it's it was like you 10, are 10, yeah, about 8. It was 10, then 11, then the 5, the Lamb Chop, which was just, that was like soul-crushing. Oh, I remember that. that was the McFadden through a touchdown game, right? It, yeah, I mean, he threw the touchdown, but then it, the, the more improbable part was Thomas catching the ball 
to take the lead for me, and then Monty Ball fumbling, and then like a 20-yard pass to the one-yard line, and McFadden like trying three times to get it, and then finally he like touches the pile on and gets it in to get the edge to six points. Yeah, I feel bad because when I emailed the whole list saying Lamb Chop loses. Yeah, and earlier that week on the Thursday night, uh, Charles had played, and he had like a, he had a typical good game. Um, and at the end of the game, he got stuffed like twice. There was like a minute left. He got stuffed twice at the one-yard line. And that would have been six points, and I would have won the matchup. By it. Uh, at the time, I was like, oh, God, if that comes back to haunt me, I'm going to be so upset. And sure enough, like those six points would have given me a one-point win. It, it always works out like that. Yeah. And, and then I got smoked the next week, and the following week was a three-point, a two-and-a-half-point loss, and then this week was seven points. So blah, blah, blah. So, so point. Yes. Sorry. What? No. I was to say, I bet this is your point, but it's fair to say, like Gronkowski swings a lot of those games, right? Yeah, and I drafted him like, like pretty confident that he was going to be back in like week three or four. So like, if I had had him for three or four of those weeks, I, I'd have like two wins now. That doesn't excuse like how horrid my my middle picks were. As you, I mean, as, like you know, the data backs it up. Like I had a, I had a terrible middle of the draft. No, that's a good point. I, the, the only thing I disagree with is I think thinking Gronk will be back by week three or four is optimistic. Like, everything I heard coming in was, like, week six or seven was when he would come back. Yeah, well, uh, so, so that word pretty much sums up my draft. Like, everything I did was, like, based on optimism, and, that you know, clearly that's stupid. So, like, I took MJD early in round three, like, believing the hype that he'd be, like, you know, back to two years ago, and then I took Gronk, and then, Andy Dalton, I don't think, was too terrible of a pick. No, he was, he's middle of the pack, I think, for the round you took him in. I mean, he went right after Roethlisberger and Flacco. I'm looking at it now, and I needed a quarterback. So, you know, and then, um, but after that, it just got horrible. Like, I took Chris Ivory, and then four picks later, Tavon Austin. So, so that's what I was looking at. You took Chris Ivory in the sixth round as a backup player. Like, he was your third running back chosen. No, but he was going to be a, he was going to be the Jets starter. Like, and, well, and I had like the well, Jets Jet starter, but but you only you weren't going to start him because you already had two running backs. Yeah, but at that point I was like, oh, he's going to be good, and I was like, I'll just have him like as depth. It, it, in retrospect, yeah, it was idiotic because because you know Antonio Brown went right after him, Eddie Lacy, and Deshaun Jackson, like that. There definitely are people that think like just supporting good players and, like, having depth slash, like, having trade assets is valuable. But it's, I don't know. Like, you had three running backs before you had a second wideout, which is, like, so clearly killing you with, like, the Tavon Austin and Ryan Boyle sticks. And Boyle isn't even, like, playing football, I don't think, anymore. Yeah, he's he's not been good. The, in that round, I had wanted one of three people, Bo, Garcon, and Jordy Nelson, and they all went, like, Four picks, yeah. two picks, and one pick before freaking well, Chris Ivory. Well, speaking as the guy who who drafted Bo there, like you're not missing much by not having him. Right, but I mean that that would have been the better pick than Chris Ivory. Uh, yeah, probably so. So you when you chose number three, uh, was Jamal Charles like the guy you had in mind that whole way? He's the guy I wanted, and like clearly I did like way too much research at the top. Like I knew that I wanted Charles when I said I'll take the third pick. I I was down with Charles the whole time. I actually was somewhat hoping he'd fall to me at eight. I guess that's kind of unrealistic. But Charles and McCoy were the two running backs I really wanted in the first round. Well, yeah, I, I totally agree with McCoy. Like, I was I was kind of – like, I wanted Charles, but I was also trying to move down in the first round because after I picked three hours ago, like, I realized I could probably get McCoy later, like pretty much where you got him. But all of my said the same thing last week. You're like the fifth person that chose an early draft spot but kind of like assuming early's better and then regretted it. Yeah. Um, I think McCoy, well, Peyton, well, so Peyton and McCoy are the two, like, picks there at seven and eight that, like, are pretty much like the line in the first round after which, like, you know, you're going to get good value, but not, like, right. I, I, I agree. Three points. I agree. But, I mean, Charles is great for you. He's actually getting, like, a lot of red zone looks, which has never been a team before, but he, he's, He's scoring touchdowns, which is really all you can hope for. He's been terrific, and he's been, like, so good that I'm, like, irrationally, like, attached to him. Like, um, uh, actually, only one person has sent a trade. Like, Hudson, like, sent a trade offer, which, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't particularly like. But, like, 
I saw that Charles was involved, and, like, he could have, like, offered me a lot more, and I still would have said no, just because, like, he's, like, my only, like, piece of goodness. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, for, for my team, I have many pieces of goodness, but I definitely understand, like, being a task, like, the, Hudson made me an offer today for McCoy. It actually included me getting Kate Manning, but I oh, have to know, because I'm not going to trade McCoy. Uh, one, owning on my team actually makes watching Eagles games a lot more enjoyable, <laughs> which I'm, I'm really having a good time with this year. I, I, I wish you could say the same about a giant on my team, but then, no. Uh, not this year, um, but I, no. actually, I, I I don't think I've ever owned an eagle on a fantasy game before that I can like think of my entire life. And if I had, it was like some third wide. I was like never a good player. So, like I never. That's why you're good at fantasy football because you can separate the two. Yeah, but before this, well, exactly. And I used to be in league in high school with like all Philly guys, where like Donovan McNabb would be like a first round pick every year. It's like such a joke. Like you, everyone just wanted the eagle. But like right. I, it, it actually makes watching eagle games a lot more fun to also have, like, your best fantasy player on that team. Like, I'm really enjoying that this year. Well, and I think there's a difference between, like, watching a game and owning a running back or a quarterback and owning, like, a wide receiver where they touch the ball, like, if, if they have an amazing game, like, 10 times, whereas, like, a running back will touch it, you know, 20 to 30 times or a quarterback every single time, like... like exactly. I, like, I, I, I hate... Like, oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, Say something. Like, I'll, I'll watch, um, like, pretty much every single game that my fantasy players are involved in, and I just hate watching the games where, like, my receivers are involved because, I mean, like I just said, it's so kind of Receiver random. Receiver games are by far, yeah, the most frustrating. Uh, how, are you happy with Demarius Thomas? I think I've said a few times, like, he's been great, but the other Denver receivers have been basically as good, and they all went later rounds. Yeah, it, you know, he he might have a couple more points than Welker and Decker. I don't even know... Maybe not. He's, he's Welker's of, no, Welker's one. He's ahead of Decker, but Decker went like six rounds later. Yeah, I, I mean, in 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 retrospect, um, you know, I haven't been like as happy with him as I expected to be. I mean, he's been good. Like he catches every single ball that Peyton throws his way. I mean, and, and maybe the targets will start swinging in his favor, but um, you know, he still only catches like four or five balls a game, and he breaks them for big gains. But um, you know, he's not getting the red zone looks. So I, I guess. Like, you want your first and second and maybe even third and fourth rounders to, like, kind of, like, guarantee touchdowns and be disappointed if they don't yeah. have a touchdown in a week. And I'm, like, excited if he has a touchdown. So that's, like, the wrong feeling. Yeah, no, I, I see what you mean. I was with you on MJD. I, I definitely bought into him being a lot closer to, like, two-year-ago version. And that's just – he had a decent game last week, but I, I don't think he's really had any chance to do much this year anymore. Well, his last two games have been much better um, – I'm looking at the yards. Yeah, he had 70 and then 70 in a touchdown the last two games. Against against the Broncos, too. I mean, not that they have, like, the greatest defense ever, but, I mean, they were, like, behind that whole game and they were still giving them the ball. Yeah, the, and the Broncos actually have a decent run beat. It's a lot better than their pass defense. So that, that's actually a decent showing for MJD. Uh, what about Rivers, though? Like, that's actually – he's been the best player in the league for where he was drafted. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 excited by it. Like, I I kind of have this like feeling that I mean, it obviously can't last. So like, I've I've used Rivers' best weeks and I'm still winless. So I don't know. Yeah, I have to get super excited about him. Uh, that's true. I'm trying trying to get like anything positive out of you, but if, if I was, you know, I love Jamal Charles. About my team, dude. I owned Charles last two years. He's, he's a great player to own. He's like, yeah, I, I like him. Really I support positive. him. I'm really, I'm really glad for him that he came back from that knee injury and is still good. Like I like when players do that. Yeah. God, my seventh, ninth, and tenth round picks were wide receivers that didn't catch like one ball for me. Yeah. Oh, it, Lord. It, like I could just tell because I remember the death inks the day before the draft or driving back from Wild or something. You told me you're like taking off work or you had off work and you're just gonna like prepare the entire day for the draft and like. I, I could just tell by the players you chose, like, you had done, like, too much reading and, like, you were taking every, like, hot pick and, like, you just, like, overthought it way too much, I think. I, I overthought I it, and I also, like, put way too much um, value on what that goofball Matthew Berry says. Like, a lot of these picks are kind of like his, um, kind of like hot picks. I, I'm never, like, I don't even read his, like, projections or his, like, weekly column or his stupid weekly podcast anymore because... I hate him. I actually listen to his stuff a lot. 
I, I think he's entertaining. He's he's like kind of entertaining, but like I've never gotten a good piece of advice from him. Like every like every, every like tip he's given has like backfired like horribly in my face. No, I completely agree. He's uh, I don't know why he's just a job doing his stuff anymore because I think his fancy advice is pretty bad. Like he was the reason I went really big on Dwayne Bowe this year because he was like touting him up as like Andy. Re- and I also I knew Andy Reid throws a lot too, but I, I thought Bo had a chance to be like a top ten guy, and that's so far from the truth. Right. Well, that's kind of weird, though. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, Bo's kind of always been, like, a possession guy anyway, and, like, you figure, like, Smith is the perfect quarterback for that. It, it, it is kind of weird that he hasn't... They, they just throw Jamal Charles a lot, and, like, they, they mix it up. Yeah. I, I don't know. He just they, they don't like him or something. Uh, Whatever. You're not even starting Bo anyway. Yeah. Um, no, I benched him for T.Y. Hilton, with, who Vigo dropped, which I still uh, think is a, a ridiculous move. Like, T.Y. Hilton so is when I, when I was, when right I was now, listening when I was listening last week to you and Anton, and uh, I didn't realize that you were seventh in the wave order. I was eighth, and I obviously put a claim in for him because I'm, like, desperate for any kind of reception. Oh, um, God, that sucks. Oh, you took him right from, them, from under my nose. <laughs> I didn't understand how six people didn't put claims in for T.Y. Hill ahead of us. I don't think people saw it. Like, I, it was done. It was a kind of, like, lost amongst the um, transaction like, on a Thursday. Yeah, and I think it was like lost amongst those tr- transactions, and um, you know, I, I mean, it just goes to show that I am paying attention. So I, like, I, so there is that. No, I, I believe you. You're gonna, you're gonna be very relevant later in the season because with with Gronk back, your team's gonna be significantly better. Um, and like, I mean, I think you're, better, you're gonna have but, impact on playoff races. Yeah, I don't take too much joy in being a spoiler, though. I don't know. My team's going to be better, but, like, I have, like, no depth whatsoever. Um, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking at that. Um, you, you really don't. Uh, I guess, I mean, Ryan Matthews, he had an okay game. He had 100 yards, actually. So I guess it's what a touchdown. He had 100 yards. Well, like, I wouldn't start him over Charles and Jones Drew. Yeah, uh, you're not, you're not going to do that. So, I'm just so desperate for wide receivers, but like, and 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 my lack of depth, like, I like, I like, I can't propose, I can't in good faith propose trades because like any trade that I propose is either like, like I would literally not be able to fill spots in my roster, or I would just be offering something like rude. Yeah, I I I support that. I'm glad you're not just throwing out like ridiculous trades left and right like some people do. Um, so yeah. you you know I have to bring up the New York Giants. I mean, are you still are you still watching the games? I'm watching the games. The only game that I haven't seen <laughs> is the uh, 38 nothing Carolina debacle because that game wasn't on in this area. But I've seen all the other ones. That, that game was like the deal breaker for them because at that point they were 0 and 2, and I think everyone thought they were still kind of good. And last year they crushed Carolina. And yeah, they killed them. Like, yeah. And then like 38 nothing like. I mean, as an Eagles fan, obviously it's happy. And as someone who's always known the truth that Eli's not a good quarterback, I'm thrilled by this. But so, what like, do you? What, what, do you what, I, just ask you one question. What do you think about Anton's defense of Eli last week? I was, I was like very much heartened by that. That it's the, the all the offensive line. Yeah, which which I which I I, I, don't, I don't think that's a defense. I mean, I I think I, I think that's like it, it is a factor, and clearly. An O line can make his quarterbacks look a lot better or, or, or worse. But like Aaron Rodgers, like led the league in, in sacks and hits like two years, and he still looks good. Like it's not yeah. like like if you're actually that good a quarterback, you're gonna be you're gonna be able to put up better numbers in this and win games even with a bad line. Like it's you can't say it's 100 percent the line. What you can say is you like average quarterback with an awful line, and that comes out to bad quarterback. I feel like average is a strong word there. I, I think he's I think he's um I think there are people who like way overrate him and say that he's like a definite Hall of Famer. Like I don't think that that's the case at all. He's not but, even like, close. He has time. He's gonna make like really good throw. Like he's better than Joe Flacco. He's obviously not better than Rogers. Um, right. You you named the other most overrated quarterback in the league in Joe Flacco. He's yeah, better than Eli, Flacco. Eli, Eli, he's better than Flacco. I, I agree. Flacco yeah. sucks. Yeah, Flacco sucks. He's ah. a trip. 
I mean, the, the, the only thing about Eli is, like, if you take away his two playoff runs to the Super Bowl, there's nothing about his career that says he's, like, anything better than slightly above average, maybe. Agreed. Like, he never makes the playoffs consistently. Good quarterbacks make the playoffs consistently. The Giants make the playoffs, like, two years in a row, then miss two years, and make it two years. Like, he, he never – they never win consistently. Oh, it hasn't even been that much. I think – when they miss the playoffs this year, it'll be, I think, four out of six years that they haven't made it. Oh, I didn't even realize it was that bad. So They missed the playoffs after their Super Bowl, both their Super Bowl wins. No. Um, after after 07, they didn't miss. They they made it in 08 and lost to the Eagles. That was 08? Okay, so maybe like 09 and 10, they did Yeah. They won and then in they 11 quit. and then... Okay. Exactly. Uh, cause I remember the Giants were the one seed that year, and the Eagles beat them as a six seed in the second round, and then we lost to Arizona to not make the Super Bowl. Classic. So, yeah. so do you think there's any chance? I mean, that said that the NFC East is the worst division in football by a long stretch, and you're only three games out. Like, are you, are you even thinking that way, or are you just thinking the season's over? Up until last week, I was thinking, okay, we're only two games out of first. I have I have a harder time wrapping my mind around that possibility. So what is it? The Eagles and the Cowboys are three and three, and the Redskins are two and four. Redskins are one and four. Oh, with the bye, one and four. Okay. Yes. Well, as an Eagles fan, are you like worried? Are you like concerned that the Giants are sitting there, like still lurking, only three games back? That's it. You know, I say that with like in all seriousness, only three. Games um, back. In, in all seriousness, yes, I am a little worried because you're worried about the Giants. I don't know why. Yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about the Giants. They've given up like I don't know what the night like 38 points per game. But uh, no, I wouldn't. Right. If I were you, I wouldn't worry. But I'm still holding out. Like, what happened to the, the pass rush and like their D line? Like, why is that so bad this year? I don't. I, that's the thing. So like when they won the Super Bowls, they had they protected Eli. So both lines were like. Dominant. They protected Eli and they got through the quarterback. And like, you know, obviously neither of those things are happening now. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think JVP is healthy. I think Tuck's been bad for a couple of years. And these guys that they bring in, like, to block, you know, to stop the run, these, you know, the big uh, tackles are just not. They're either like past their prime or they're just not good. Their linebacking core has never been good, and their and their secondary is just for like many many years just been awful. Uh, well, that I mean that that all adds up. I I probably should not be worried about the Giants. Who who do they play this week? Do you know? <laughs> um, oh, the Monday night showdown against the one and five Vikings. <laughs> the best Monday night matchup of all time. Arguably, so, the, the, the combination of those two teams is better than the combination of Yoni's of uh, Pyramid of Greatness and the Giants. So there's that. I, 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 did you almost say Yoni's ponies? Yeah, that's yeah. I, that's a, that's a I actually like that. My and, and, and that gift you had up of that, like, two-legged horse running was very amusing to me. You know, I had I had the name Yoni's Ponies up there as, like, a placeholder for a little bit just to, like, um, you know, give myself time to think about another name, and, like, nothing struck me, but I ended up going with this dumb name. Um, and, like, Lionel, Lionel, like, uh, he, like, snarkily, you know, emailed me with, like, really Yoni's Ponies, and then I, I, I guess I caved under that pressure, and I... I switched it to the pyramid of greatness. Also, you don't have to listen to what Lionel says. I know. I, I, well, I I generally like um, like uh, in, enjoy Lionel's snark. I think it's like right on, at least in my um, yeah no you know, with my sense of humor. I, I never would have pegged you for a Parks and Recreation fan. Actually, are you do you watch the show a lot? Yeah, I love that show I love a lot. Oh, I, I, Every I character in that show is amazing. Oh no, it's it, like. The best comment, it's clearly the best comment on TV right now with like 30 Rock leaving after last year. Um, yeah, no, Parks is great. Yeah, it's like the one show that I, that I watch religiously. Um, that and Mad Men is what I watch religiously, or, you know, used to watch religiously. Well, Mad Men's still on. I mean, I think the final season. Oh, yeah, one more. Right. One, yeah, one more season, that's right. You weren't a Breaking Bad fan? You didn't watch Breaking Bad? I didn't get in. I will watch it. I, you know, I have, I have uh, only so much time to devote to television, but, I, but that's next on the list of things to binge watch. Yeah, that makes sense. Break, Breaking Bad, I mean, Breaking Bad, maybe, is the best show. It got like, a little overhyped by the end, because it was such like a cultural phenomenon, but it's, it's like right up there with like any awesome show of all time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually quite excited to, to start watching it. 
uh, yeah, oh, definitely, I would be. Um, so let's move on to, like, games this coming week. Who are, who are you playing? Um, I'm, going up against, I'm going up against Togo. Oh, number two-ranked Vigo, who uh, are you? And you are, uh, the line right now is Vigo by 55 points, although you have well, your I, whole well, I'm a, Yeah, my team is not uh, set. Uh, I'm, waiting on some waiver, I'm waiting on some waiver wire action. Okay. Oh, yeah, you, you have a ton of people on the bench right now. Um, you, you confident about this matchup, or are you feeling uh, 0-7? Is Gronk going to play this week? I thought that he was going to, like, I, I had him on IR for a while, and he was, like, living there, and then um, I took him off because, like, they were like, oh, he's definitely going to play, and now I can't put him back on because um, he's, like, always questionable. Oh, right, um, so he doesn't fit the IR designation. So, like, they... I mean, his like little uh, breaking news says the same thing it's been saying for the past five weeks that he's been a limited participant and they're taking him day to day. So I don't know. I'm probably gonna. He's probably not gonna play. I'm gonna pick up a tight end who's projected for a bunch of points, and that tight end is gonna get one catch for four yards. Just start Gronk. Like, what's the, what's the difference? Drop him. <laughs> I, I, you, can I can I not talk about my other league at all? Is that is that the moratorium? Uh, if you have to talk about it, really, be, only for you because you have very little to talk about in this league. I'll, I'll let you say something. Well, the two liner is that my team and my other league is, is like it's kind of like your situation. It's, it's awesome, um, but I'm two and four like you. I, whatever, I just traded for Gronk in, the, in that league, so I'm I'm really like <laughs> you really, have really, you really haven't learned your lesson. Back. You want him on your other team? Yeah, he's gonna come back and be amazing. I, he'll be amazing. But like, here's weird. Like, if you follow that story, we, there's weird stuff. Like, he, he doesn't. The Patriots like wanted to play. He doesn't want to play. Like, no one's on the same page. Party clear answers. Like, I wouldn't I trust like he, that necessarily. I feel like he wants to play, but there's like he has a lot of people. Like, uh, he has like a large entourage. I know you can't call a white person super people an entourage. Whatever you call it, um, an entourage. That's fair. Okay, so his entourage. His, I think his family doesn't want him to play because they want to, like, ensure his long-term health and, you know, financial security. Like, I think he, like, Bra- like I was listening to what Brady was saying on the on the local radio. Like, he has a weekly spot uh, with the local sports guys. And, like, Brady, oh, yeah. like, Gronk is, like, the best guy in practice. Like, nobody wants to play more than Gronk. Like, we want him back. Like, um, Brady, like, totally downplayed any kind of, like, locker room rift with him. Like, when he comes back, he's going to be great, and, like, Brady's going to, you know, go to him like he always does. And I can't, like, in good conscience, conscience like, trade him at this point or drop, I mean, drop him because I, I can't, like, swing some other, you know, team as soon oh, as Gronk gets back. Like, if you dropped Gronkowski in our league, I, I would be fucking furious at you, much more so than I am in the Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so, and so Hudson along with Charles, tried to get Gronkowski from me. So, I mean, yeah, it was a, it was a quick note. Who did, who, did he, who did he offer for back back to them? It was actually pretty insulting. Um, it was Charles and Gronk for um, Matt Ryan and um, uh, somebody not so great. Um, what's his, yeah, he's, uh, I would not do that deal in a million years. Matt Ryan is going to, I think he's going to, Plummet fantasy wise without any yeah. receivers in a couple games. First of all, yeah, I hate Matt Ryan. He, everyone's um, Matt Ryan. Even if he had Julio and Roddy White healthy, I still wouldn't do that deal. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the other person he offered me to replace Gronk was Greg Olson. Yeah, that, that, that's a nothing player. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm really glad you did not do that trade if, if Hudson had Gronk also. Um, but he's, but a, actually, he's got Black Mon. Yeah, Blackman has led the league in targets the last two two games. He's got like 140, 190 yards. He, he's good. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. I have him in my other league. <laughs> it, that, that's a solid. I I wrote to me in the season that he actually had good upside. He was good at the end of last year. I mean, he was like a, a high first round pick last year. He's got a good pedigree. If and with with Henny's not like a he's not a good quarterback clearly, but he's better than Gabbert. Like he's somewhat competent Henny, to throw the ball to receivers. Yeah, Henny can freaking chuck the ball downfield very, very fast, and like, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he'll, he'll thrive there. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would take Blackmon from him, but not freaking Matt Ryan and Greg Olson, please. Yeah, that that that's a ridiculous trade. Um, 
people in this league, like, when they make trade offers, they just start so low that, like, like if I'm ever going to propose a trade, like, I'm going to, like, I actually don't want to, like, insult the person I propose a trade to. Like, I would think hard about making it relatively even, like, before I, I propose something. But that philosophy just doesn't prevail in China. Yeah, the, the concept of, like, starting starting low as, like, a bargaining point, I think it's stupid because, like, that's going to foster more, like, ill will and people just being, like, F no. Yeah. It, it, you, and you know, clearly, that's clearly what happens, I think. Although, I mean, there there haven't been a ton of trades so far. There's been four, and I'm sure there there will be more. Um, and it's definitely more than, like, there used to be. Like, three years ago, there were, like, no trades in this league. Like, no one did anything. Yeah. Why are you following up with your players? It's hard. Uh, I mean, I I have that problem. I don't like trading players that, that I draft, assuming I like them. I'll trade Dwayne Bow if anyone wants Dwayne Bow. I'll give him up for very, very little. But I don't What do you want for him? Uh, I'm in the market for receivers. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. Um, there's literally nothing I need. My team is good. I know. I I could know. Use, you, don't, you don't want anybody on my team except probably for Jamal Charles. And, yeah, I not. could use, like, a start. How many quarterbacks do you have in your team that start? I could use a third starting quarterback. Do you want Geno Smith for Dwayne Bow? We should do this offline. Sorry, this is not entertaining. Uh, I, it, no, okay. I, I do Geno Smith for Dwayne Bowe right now on the spot. Okay, I'm going to propose it. Uh, I, I need to I need to think about this a little more. <laughs> you said you do it on the spot. Uh, I, well, it'll, it'll, I, it'll be in your box shortly. Okay, uh, I'll think about that. We we can conclude the trade offline. Um, okay. So uh, Hudson Moose is a good matchup this week. They're both projected really high. Um, Moose's team, they're like five and one, four and two. Moose's team, I'm not sure is good, but they keep winning, so it's eventually hard to say they're not good. I don't, yeah, but I mean, for the same reason that your team is good, but with a bad record, like I don't think Moose's team is good. Um, There's no that. one like the thing. Moose is four and two, and Calvin Johnson has really underperformed. So yeah, that's he, yeah like his last th- his last three games are zero and three point five. I mean, obviously he didn't play the zero and it was kind of just like a deep play the second game. So, so Moose, I mean, he, he could get better there. His quarterback, like Russell Wilson, is not looked great fantasy-wise at all, I don't think. Um, I say that a lot. And then, like, Aaron Foster has had a couple of good games, but he hasn't been as dominant. Like, he's not, he actually only has one touchdown on the season rushing, I, one receiving also. Like, he's not a top five back as much like, like he used to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got yeah, except Sproles in the bench, so that's a pretty good one-two punch, though, nonetheless. Well, I thought that going season also Sproles. If you he he only had two games in double digits, actually. He had a thirteen and a twenty-nine, but the rest of his games have been like six, five, nine. He's. I think we all kind of probably started overrating him PPR-wise, and he's he's not as good as he was like two years ago, or at least he's not putting up numbers like he did two years ago. Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't realize that his season was so average so far. That's interesting. Yeah, New Orleans is uh, really spreading it around. Even like like Pierre, uh, not Carson, Pierre Thomas has caught a lot of balls. Like they, they always have all those running backs that are kind of all just rotate games. Who's going to be good? Yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. What do you think? Like, it, you know, say that if that trade hadn't happened between Moose and Lamb Chop, what do you think he could get for Nick Foles right now? Yeah. Oh, you think he'd get more than the right to swap Garcon for Roddy White? Um, I, I don't think that trade was that bad. <laughs> yes, it was. Look at Nick Foles' value right now, Yoni. Well, that I I just asked you, what do you think he'd get for him? Um, if Foles right now, uh, I would consider. I think you could get. A definitely a decent number two running back. I'd give him Reggie Bush for Nick Foles right now. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, I'm serious. Oh my god! Wow. I that, think you could probably it. get a mid-range wideout, like a kind of thing who's in like that twelve to like eighteen wideout range. Pierre Garcon. Uh, yeah, Pierre. <laughs> That's who we got for him. Uh, no. Got you well, up there. <laughs> I, I see what you did there, Yoni. Um, I'm going to think I'm going to pick from Brandon Garcon. It depends on how, like, if Foles, if Foles, if Foles plays well against Dallas also and scores, like, 20 points, I mean, a 20-point quarterback is really valuable if he's going to keep starting. That's the thing. Oh, believe me, I, I know that because <laughs> I, I only have one. So, uh, I mean, I think, okay, I'm looking at the wildest right now. 
it, the thing is, it's a little unclear. Like, there's still some players in the top ten, like Alshon Jeffrey, who's probably not going to finish there. Uh, I mean, I think you could get, like, Reggie Wayne, Larry Fitzgerald, Torrey Smith, Antonio Brown, any wide out like that for Nick Foles. But that's essentially uh, what he got, and Roddy White has done nothing. Okay, you're making you're you're making me not seem so smart here. So I, I have to think about this. We we all know like we all know eighty percent of my hatred of the trade was he traded him to Lamb Chop. Well, yeah, but that I mean, maybe that was Lamb Chop's. Well, no, Lamb Chop's so great, so it's good for Lamb Chop actually. It's terrific for him. It is great for Lamb Chop. He made a really smart trade for himself, and now he's got an Eagles quarterback to cheer for. And I'm, I'm, I feel bad for him that he finally lost the game. I know that's, that's really hard, and I hope he deals with it accordingly and well. Yeah, I was so happy for him when he beat me that, like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this like crushes me that he that he scored the lowest, the, the fewest points this week. That was, that was kind of, like, it was unfortunately pathetic. It is crushing for him, and he's going against Priest this week. Um, Lamb shots without Drew Brees, so even though Priest is pretty low down in those rankings. I'm not sure it's an easy win for for Lanshoff. He's starting Brandon Whedon at the quarterback spot. Did you see his, like, shovel pass exception, the worst throw of all time? I didn't see that, no. You didn't see that? Oh, my God. He's, he's being sacked, and he just tries to throw the shovel pass to a running back who's maybe 10 yards in front of him, and it just goes straight up in the air and gets picked off like it. it, it I'm sure it's on, like, YouTube or online if you want to do it. It was just such an awful play. Do you know who that kind of sounds like? Uh, no. It sounds like something that, like, Eli Manning would do as he was, like, kind of, like, as he's, like, kind of wrapped up. Yeah. Like, as he's stumbling to the ground, like, he, he like, he, but, but with Eli, like, he's lucky enough that, you know, it would, like, either, like, bounce off, you know, the defensive lineman's head or something and, like, fall incomplete or... Well, I don't know, not this year. Eli, Eli's got 15 picks so far. Do you think he goes yeah. over 30, or do you think he starts playing better? He can't go over 30. Like, did, did, did you watch the, the Giants-Bears game on Thursday night last week? I watched most of it. Those first two interceptions, those were not his fault. Like, his receivers, like, like very clearly. The first one was Ruben Randall running the wrong route, right? Yeah, he, he threw the ball literally to the other team because nobody on his team was there. That's not, like... It's not like he's a rookie. Like, he knows what the routes are. His receivers don't, clearly. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the third one that came was off Nick's hands, right? The third one was overthrown by, like, three inches over Brett My- or, uh, over Brandon Myers' head. I thought one um, of the tip was Hockey Nick's, like, tips the ball into the, into the receiver. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Different game, probably. There's so many interceptions to get confused. It's, uh, you know. No, it's, it's, it's fair. I've, I've been loving every one of them. So, the Wurzel is out of uh, Eliminator, but do you have any favorites in that? It's uh, Lionel, Frogger, Stevie, and Hudson left. Anyone you would put your money on, hypothetically? I would get so, you know, the conventional, like, um, sentiment is going everybody going for Frogger. And I think I share that sentiment. No, I, I, I certainly share that sentiment. Um, I think Lionel might really know what he's doing. He would, like, very much was, like, all about the Eliminator. Like, as soon as I sent out the email to be like, what about Eliminator this year, guys? And he's, like, he was That's the first one to respond, like, definitely in. By, Lionel um, made the league. He sets us all up. He may have been, like, kind of hustling us, actually. It's possible. Um, yeah, it, it, it's possible that he can, like, see everybody's picks before he makes his own, and, like, so maybe he's doing it strategically. Um, well, Lionel has the best set of teams available to try. They... All the everyone left has all used the Broncos, all used the Colts, and all used the Seahawks. Um, but Lionel's gotten wins with the Rams, who are not really that good, uh, the Ravens, who are so-so, and the Chiefs, who actually are pretty good. But it's it's unlike like Hudson's used the Packers and the Niners. Like those are much stronger teams than Lionel's used. I'm trying to see. So, so trying to assess like Frogger. So Frogger's used the Saints, who are good, the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Niners. Mm. So I actually yeah, think so Frogger, the, the more I think about it, I think Frogger actually has a really distinct advantage by literally knowing nothing. Because I think Eliminator is so easy to, like, try to get cute with and, like, pick, like, a team you think is good and, like, really overthink. But 
I bet if you literally just go into this knowing nothing and, like, look at some expert power rankings, and the guys like NFL.com, ESPN.com are experts for a reason, and, like, look at their power rankings and just do it smartly, like, it's probably a really good way to go about it. Yeah. He, um, did he pick – no, he didn't. I was surprised at, that people picked the Rams over the uh, over the Jaguars. I, I kind of, like, like, thought that the Jaguars might break through that game. I have thought the Jaguars might break through for a while. I, I actually bet on them to cover against the Broncos. Oh, good pick there. Good bet there. The what? I said that's a, that good. I said good bet there. Oh, well, thank you. I do win some bets every every now and then. Um, yeah, women are killing me. You and me, we actually were very similar on our picks all year, which I, I was always giving you credit for behind the scenes for never telling you. <laughs> and we both went down on that stupid Falcons game together. My my wife gets like um, attached to like these uh, things that I have money riding on, like fantasy football and like Eliminator. And so like for some reason she stayed up and watched that Monday night game with me, and she got all excited when the Falcons scored there to take the two point lead. And I was sitting there like I didn't like I didn't show one ounce of emotion because like you know in in my loins I knew that the Jets were going to march down the field. And she's like she's like that's awesome, right? And I was like, yeah, the game's not over yet. Yeah, and it was not over. Geno Smith has like. He's got some late four-quarter drives already under his belt. I mean, he's actually given his claim to the best quarterback in New York right now, no joke. Oh, my God. You can't say you have better than him right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, so, so let's, let's get off these, this miserable uh, Yoni football season. I don't want to rub it yes. in too much. You, re- you ready for Sean Ranks, buddy? I'm super ready. Oh, by the way, so I, I'm, I'm changing my, my Eliminator pick. I, I think Choir Boy's going to win. He's already used the Texans and the Rams, and I just feel like those are two pretty lousy teams to get out of the way. That's true. Uh, like I actually think, any, I think the, the three actual football fans in it are all deserving. I think they're, they're all smart uh, sports fans, and then Frogger is obviously deserting for, for being Frogger. So we'll, we'll see who wins. Um, before we get to your question this week, are there any um, any Tron runs you've been named in that you kind of have issue with or support or so forth? I'm looking. Let me look you have here. three tops and three bottoms so far. So we already went over the fact that I disagree with Frogger's top ranking of me as a first grade teacher. You did say in the lead up to that question how like like it's your kid's first day of school, like you bring them in, like. Um, for this, like, new experience with all these new kids and stuff and, like, who you want to see, like, be a teacher. Kindergarten is actually the first day of school, not first grade. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I know that, because I just went through I don't that. know anything about taking little kids to school, obviously. Um, anyway. so, so, fair enough. I put you last week as on the bottom list for professional ultimate busy agent. Yeah, so your reasoning was that, like, I have, like, other things going on in my life, which I think is pretty – I think that's that's legitimate – um, okay. Oh, the one. Uh, what? The one that I disagree with uh, would be talking himself out of a speeding ticket from week one. I've I've like actually been in the car with Anton where I've talked my way out of a speeding ticket, um, and I've I've been pulled over maybe like I don't know six to eight times for speeding, and um, I've never gotten a speeding ticket. So I, I don't know what it is. But. So you weren't named on either, but you're saying you should have been on top list. Yeah, but that's tough to know. Uh, okay, that, that's fair. And then I'm looking wilderness. Lionel put you on his top list, and I put you on my bottom list um, Why did because you I thought you could bottom? like sell me to the wolves, not because I thought you'd be bad at surviving. That I would sell you to the wolves? Yeah, I thought I you know, do like a podcast. I love the podcast. I couldn't. I couldn't that's do true. it. You, you do like podcast. Okay, so the time's pretty fair. You're you're like dead even at um. Well, you've got a zero plus minus. So to actually meet you, Frogger and Moose. Are all all even uh, top bottom. All right, Lionel, cool. Four. All right, Yoni, the seventh edition of Tron Ranks. All right, ready for it? I'm ready. Okay, for the rest of your life, you can only watch movies recommended to you by one Tron. Who are your top three, bottom three? Okay. Bottom three first. The only movies you can watch. So we worked this out where I go first, bottom, you go second, bottom, I go first, top, you go second, top? Yep, that's that's the new order. Okay. So this is 
waited, obviously, because I don't know a couple of these guys as well. That, that's so it's that's probably going to be skewed towards the people who I know better. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is going to kill me. I think Lamb Chop. So, oh, sorry. I'm 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 on the bottom. I'm on the bottom. I'm on the bottom. Um, you're on the bottom. Least likely that you know, oh. that's, that's foreshadowing. Sorry. Um, oh my God. Um, Trying to act hard, man. Can I can I name my I can't name myself at the bottom. Bottom. Um. Why would you? You would want. I don't, to know, I don't really have like, like, like you. That's your own taste in movies. Yeah, I don't really watch movies. I don't like like die for the movies. Okay. Oh, so the bad question. Then. You want me to give you something else? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna stay with these, Okay, so just playing, but these aren't these aren't gonna be. If you want, we can expand it to movies and TV shows, like total pop culture. Okay, screen entertainment. Yeah, let's let's yeah. get into that. Okay. We'll, we'll, so we'll, we'll have a question. I'm gonna go on the bottom. This kills me. Uh, I don't know how much screen entertainment Noah watches. Okay. I very much enjoy Noah's sense of humor, but I don't know how much of it derives from the big screen or, like, sitcoms. So I'm going to go with Noah on the bottom, okay. along with CB, because I think CB, like, has devoted his life to, like, the wilderness and yep. his economy and his cooking, so I don't think he'd be, like, too reputable to, like, share the best. Yep. I, um, I, I, I might be super two with you right now, actually. So Noah, CB, and... I might not, though. I might, I might, I might change my answer. I don't know Fuse very well. Like, I, I've like, interacted with Fuse like three or four times at like alumni games, um, but I don't know. I, I don't. I just. I, I get the sense that his taste in like movies and TV wouldn't uh, overlap with mine. So I'm gonna go Fuse for my third person that I would not want to share his rec- TV and movie recommendations for the rest of my life. Okay. Um, so I'll hit you my bottom. Um, I'm with you on Choir Boy. Probably does not own a TV. Probably just hangs around for entertainment, left and right. Um, I, I actually have you on my bottom list. Although now that I know you like Parks and Rec, I, maybe I would go back and change that. But mm, I watch good I stuff, but I don't watch enough. Like I don't, I don't like catch all of it like as it's happening. So like you might, like the stuff that I recommend would be good, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like uh, all inclusive. So that's probably a good choice. I was gonna, I was yeah. actually gonna name myself there, as you could probably tell. But yeah, yeah, that's like one. I don't like know your taste in pop culture that well, and two, it was like a, a quantity over or quality type thing, like you just said. Um, third, it's actually tough because I think a lot of us are kind of in line with each other on on the stuff mm-hmm. we like. Um, well, otherwise, we wouldn't be friends, really. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, this this uh, this relates to friendships. Um, so I do need to pick third bottom. I've got Stevie and Yoni with the two eyes locked in. I thought about Noah also, but I don't want to be too in line with with your picks. I need to I need to do my own. I'm looking over the list right now. I, I'm actually going to say husband. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a smart pick. Uh, but I can't remember him like talking about like comedies or, or shows that I like. So I'm gonna put Hudson on the bottom there. All right. Okay. So, so hit us your top. Is, is Lamb Shop unfortunately one of these? Yeah, unfortunately yeah. it is. I got um, big as a fucker as he is, um, and the and I haven't um, hung out with Lamb Shop too consistently. I, I haven't seen him actually much uh, for quite enough. But I do remember in college like. Being very entertained by him, um, kind of like his lamb choppiness, and I think he has like a good sense of humor. And um, I just think that his, um, I, I think he'd be somebody whose recommendations I could follow. Um, so lamb chop, uh, Lionel for pretty much the same reasons, and um, I love Arrested Development, so I'm going to go with Moose as my third. I think everyone loves the rest of development. It's not just Moose. So Moose I know, but he loves it so much that he like makes it his, you know, uh, Legends of Tron 
yeah. team name every year. Yeah, he did. What was he? What was he last year? Oh, last year was Call Me Maybe Soon. Call Me Maybe Soon. I do like Moose's. I like Moose's musical taste. They they jive very well with me. Um, okay. 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 So you just said Moose, Elsie, and Lionel, right? Yes. Uh, okay. I've another, got another top for Lionel. Man, Lionel's now going to be plus there. Lionel is so good. He, Lionel's plus minus is really good. Um, I need to start thinking if people enough. won't like Lionel. And he was plus four going into this. Now he's a plus five. Maybe um, So, I don't think so. Number okay. one, I've got Priest. Um, definitely agree with the sense of humor. It's spot on. Priest also, which should get a lot of credit for this, was one of the few people I know who watched Arrested and loved it like when it was on TV which yeah, literally yeah. of all the people in the world that I know that watch a show, like, he might be the only one. And I, I always, like, blame all of us for the reason it's canceled, because, like, we were the target audience that could have kept it alive, and we didn't even watch the show. So it's our fault that it didn't make it. But Priest has definitely not fallen into that category of people. He, he, he was smart from the beginning. Um, I've got Frogger on my top list, because mm. we, we don't know, I actually know his taste very well, and we don't match up. 100%, but he likes a lot of, like, the cooking shows that I like, um, and he's yeah, the one who got me Breaking Bad. So, like, Top Chef and Breaking Bad were very important shows to me, so okay. keep the Frogger on for that. Um, Priest, Frogger, and I'm not giving Lionel a plus. I'm giving Vigo a plus. Um, Vigo. You know, Vigo's pop culture taste is, is pretty similar to mine as well. Like, he likes, he likes good stuff. Uh, huge Simpsons fan. I don't think he might not like parks, like community, and those shows as much. But um, I'm going with Vigo on the top here as well. Very good. Very good. Is your is your team name out of um, a TV show reference? No. Um, my, my t- you mean the Lucky Rainbow M M&M? and M? Yeah. No, it's not actually. Um, it's literally just a mashup of like players on my team. Um, so like mm. Luck is Andrew Luck. Rainbow is Dwaynebow. And the M&M's are actually a double meaning. Um, so like McCoy and Marshall are both uh, M. But, and this is a hit, maybe people picked up on this. It's, it's not actually cool at all. I just kind of like this other meaning. But like Eminem, the rapper, uh, his name was Marshall Mathers, which ties into Brandon Marshall. And his like rap name was Slim Shady, which ties into like Shady McCoy. So it's like double Shady meaning McCoy. to the m part. Wow. So oh, yeah. that, that's, that's what my team... I drafted my team, and I realized there's, like, a ton of cliché players whose names are, like, really easily words, like Lock and Rainbow, and then I just mashed it all up. You think, like, Chris Berman, like, orgasmed all over your team name? Uh, all over your team, your team's roster? He'd be all over this if you thought. There's too much. <laughs> then, like, I Googled and found a picture of Rainbow M&M's leading into, like, a lucky Irish pot, so it just worked out perfectly. Yeah, your avatar is about it. Wait, you I, I, that? Yeah, I thought I would have to make something, but I just found out. I online. thought you did make it. <laughs> I, I should have kept credit, although I think it's, if you look in, like, there's a pink signature in the bottom right corner from someone else that signed yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, but, but pink signature could have been me, so that's very believable. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't need anything else you want to talk about, or this was a good good second podcast appearance? Can I can I quickly can we quickly touch on the on the uh, statistics? Uh, the oh yeah, yeah. Statistics? sorry, I forgot you wanted to bring that up. Let's, let's go into it. <clears throat> Noah kind of touched on it with his um, comment about him not logging in for a couple of years, and um, I think like the level of interest has like uh, obviously gone up in the past couple of years with um, like the consistent people and the money being involved. So I don't, okay. like, I feel like... You can I give like me... It's not, not just the people and the money. Like, you can give me credit for that. We're the only league that has, like, a website and a fucking podcast also. It's it's amazing. Like, so I mentioned my other league twice. I talk about this league at work so much. Like, they must, like, hate it because I, I can't... I, I, like, brag about how awesome this league is at work Good. all the time. Um, we should be making so other leagues jealous out there. We, we can destroy them. I'm totally making them jealous. Um, so I think, like, the interest in this peak is, like, you know, exponentially increasing. But there were years that, like, I didn't even know when the draft was, and, like, I would be auto-drafted, and I would kind of try to fix it after that. Um, but, like, I feel like the statistics should be a more prospective thing than this, like, kind of mishmash of, like, seasons with a bunch of different people who didn't care. I, I, 
I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I used to think you sucked at fantasy football because I remember you would miss drafts and, like, not know how to, like, never fill in your roster and stuff. And, well, and Noah, all right, well, Noah also did have those two years. I'm sure he logged in more than once, but really did suck. And if you throw those two years from Noah, like, his numbers are almost as good as land shot. Uh, he, he's actually, yes. like, really yes. good at fantasy football. I, I agree. Maybe we should look at the last three years. I think the last three years have been 12 teams every year. I think the only difference is three years ago we had Bo instead of Fuse. But I think every I think the other eleven have been the same. Yeah. And so, and, and this like and it's not gonna help me like uh from like how it makes me look, but I just think that I mean, I know the amount of effort I've put into it over the past couple of years has been significantly more than like when the league first started when you know, the likes of like Josh Vaughn and Count and I don't even know if Josh was in it, but like Count and Bo and there was Count and, and there was like AWAX and there were there were odd people for like a season or two and we also yeah. jumped around we went from like ten to fourteen to twelve to ten it was I agree that like the, the modern era of the league started I think it started three years ago I guess you could make the argument it started last year when the website came up and when like few solidified the spot as a twelfth man but yeah so so are we saying they have priest rerun the regression model or something. No, not necessarily, but I just I don't think that like so much. Um, well, I don't think that anybody put much stock into the numbers, but like I'll just like echo kind of what Noah said in that. Uh, I don't I don't think people like took it seriously until a couple of years ago. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. So, so we we, yeah, could, I, we could take it to the next level by having a live draft. That would that's like the next logical step in making I agree, actually. Until we do have a live draft, we can't say we're better than every league in America. Because, like, that's, like, a fundamental thing you should be able to do. Yeah. And it would be an even more amazing live draft because it would be, you know, pretty much, like, cross-continent attendance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we got everyone to buy it, and we need to figure out a way that if, like, three or four people can't be there, like, they can still draft and make everything, like, make sense. Yeah, which well, we, we could, we'll, we'll work on. Like, we got a lot. Of like Eleven smart people in me in the league. Like you guys can figure it out. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Cool. So Yoni, thank you for coming on the pod, man. It's always a pleasure. My pleasure, Narf. I, I hope you win some games. I, I don't know if the Giants win games, but I, I hope the Pyramid of Greatness wins some games. And I'll talk to you later, man. Okay, buddy. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye. Bye.